Tandem Nomads episode 217. Today I am going to share with you the story of a cat and how an encounter with a cat has actually inspired me for this episode. Hello Nomad Nation, welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Few weeks ago, I was invited with my husband for dinner at a friend's place. It was so lovely to catch up with her and her husband and her kids after not seeing them for so long. Obviously, with COVID and the social distancing, we had to cut off in our social life. And we were so, so happy to actually finally be able to get together with our friends. And as we got into the apartment, we realized that there is a new member in the family, a cat. So obviously this cat was the center of the conversation during that dinner. And why am I telling you this story? Well, there is a connection between this cat and a big aha moment I had about how a lot of women especially run their entrepreneurial journey and their solo business from home. So I want to share with you first what happened with this cat. So... My friend was telling me how this cat was scratching the couch to mark her territory. So she's been bought all the equipment and her special bed and her special equipment to do her nails on and to scratch and to play around, but she wouldn't use those. She would actually scratch the couch that she has decided was her own since she always sleeps on that couch. And when my friend told me the story of how it is the fact that she scratches the couch that makes it her territory, I had a bling in my head. For some funny reason, I immediately thought about my clients. I know, it's kind of, it can feel like a long stretch, but trust me here. Give me a second to give you a little bit of context. In fact, I find it fascinating that a cat would actually know exactly what to do to say this is my space. When I come to it, it belongs to me and I have priority over this couch. And it made me think of how so many of the clients I've been working with in the past years struggle to make their own space at home. So if this is you, know that you're not alone. Even successful business owners and specifically for women. So if you're a man and you're watching this episode or sorry, listening to this episode, I would love to know if you've experienced this challenge of being able to work from home and make sure that your space is respected by other members of the family. Well, it turns out that I've been working with a lot of women, but also with men, and I noticed that there was a recurrent, a recurrent challenge for women to own their own space at home, their own desk, their own office, and even their own computer. And trust me, these are not just entrepreneurs who are just starting sometimes or don't even have a yet a business, but even those who already have a business struggle to have their own space. 
So I really wanted to bring out this topic. It's one of those things that I could rant about, but I know how delicate it is. But I really want you to understand that if a cat can know how to determine its territory and own their own space and make sure that everybody in the family knows exactly who this couch belongs to and what are the rules when wanting to use it. So if a cat can do this, so can you. But maybe you need some guidance here to understand, first of all, why it's important, but also how to have that mindset shift as well as create the environment for you to own your space and create the right environment to succeed as a business owner working from home. All right, I do need to highlight that I do know that with the homeschooling and the lockdown and all these challenges that a lot of families have been through this past years, this episode might really not be timely. However, I do think that as we are easing out into hopefully better times where we don't have all those challenges anymore, I do think that this is a issue that has been logging for a very, very long time. It's been out there and it is a real systematic issue. And I can tell that even if the COVID has made it worse, the sources of this issue have to be tackled. So this is why I really want to talk about it. In fact, I really think this is a big problem. This is a big deal. Because if you can't own your own space at home, how can you own your own space in your own industry? It is so important once you've decided to fully focus on your business and make it a priority to actually also make it a priority for you to have the right environment to grow your business. And I truly believe that if you work on all these improvements and shifts that you need to make to make yourself a priority at home, you will actually also learn how to make yourself a priority in your industry, in your market, and your business, and how to show up as a strong leader. So I do think that just like a cat, you want to mark your territory at home and outside of the house as well. And by the way, side note, I totally understand that not everybody has the space to actually have their own office. And that is something totally understandable. And what I want here to do is to help you make a shift about making sure that everybody knows your boundaries and your non-negotiables in terms of the space you need to be able to work. Whether it's a corner of the table, whether it is your own computer, whether it is the hours of you being able to have your alone time or the hours of you using a computer as well as the strict rules of what to do and not to do with this computer to make sure that it doesn't mess up with your work. So I understand that financially not everybody can afford to have their own desk, their own computer, their own space. However, it's all about mindset. It's not necessarily about having that space but it is about the mindset and how we communicate our own needs and ask for the support we need to be able to make our business a priority. So do you see what I mean? It's all about that shift. 
that we need to make, you can create the right environment with the resources that you actually have. Now, this metaphor that I'm using is not only about space. It's not only about having an office or a desk or a computer. It's about all the activities that happen in a shared household that should be shared as well with the kids, with a partner and whoever lives with you. And here's a typical example that I've experienced myself and because I have been educated from generation to generation, I always considered as a woman that I need to take care of everything that has to do with the household. So much that as much as my business is something that I take seriously, whenever there was an appointment with a plumber or a mover or anything to fix in the house, I had to be the one available for the appointment and to cancel my own client appointments to be able to show up and be there for that appointment. Until I had one day my aha moments, I said, why should I need to cancel my appointment when my business is as important as the work of my partner? And I know that this has been more a shift that I needed to make in my head, not so much my husband. Because when I asked my husband to come and show up for this appointment, to come out of work and make it, even if I was home, it doesn't mean that I'm not working. I needed him to be at home at that time and he did it gladly. So I know that it's not possible for everybody and sometimes it is not possible, but it is important to not make it a systematic assumption that because you work from home, you're the one who has to take care of everything that has to deal with home because then you would obviously never have the time to do the work. So my key message for you here, for you to be able to own your space and create the right environment for success, is to first start with your own mindset, your own beliefs. You need first yourself to be convinced that you need to put yourself as a priority in the household before you even try to change the rules or ask for help. So this is the first big shift that needs to happen. And once you have done that, once you have really convinced yourself that you need a change, you need something to change so that you can be able to focus on your business and make it a priority, then you can look at what are the beliefs in your household that you need to tackle so that you can also ask for the help you need and maybe even have to request to be taken seriously. Oh my God, this is another topic. How many I know women who are running their businesses from home and are considered to be working on a hobby. This is a real business. It's not a hobby. So you need to make it clear that it is a business and the rules are strict and clear of your own boundaries. It is not a hobby and you want to be taken seriously. No matter how much more the other person in the household makes, how, no matter how much money you make in the business, and even if you don't make any money yet in your business. Okay, so why you need to be determined about this and make that mindset shift? Now, how do you make that ask and how do you make those changes in your household? In fact, I can imagine that it must not be easy to change the habits that probably you've been having with your family for many, many years. It takes time and it takes willingness to actually work on it. So 
As much as you need to be determined and fierce about this, the method that you use needs probably to be tackled with a little bit of finesse so that it actually works. So although I'm not a life coach or a family counselor or anything like that, I do want to share with you a couple of tips that could help you figure out how to make yourself a priority and own your own space, but also how to communicate with your family your own needs. In fact, as I have seen so many of my clients struggle to implement the strategies we were working on for their business because of things like this, I needed to think about it my, on my own and figure out what can work. So here are some of the couple of tips that have worked for myself or my clients that I want to share with you. So the first part is actually, like I said before, to make you the mindset shift on your own first, be determined of your needs, but also... I would like you to sit down and look at actually what needs to change. What is working right now in your business and the way you manage your daily life and your household, managing your household and running your business from home? What is working, but also what is not working? Where are you frustrated every day? Where are you stuck? Where do you see yourself every single day wasting time or losing time because of outside elements that are not related to your direct so-called control and that you might think they're not in your control but you that you would need a change so that you can finally be able to make yourself a priority so take at least 20 minutes sit down a piece of paper and a pen and list all the things that are not working right now where you want to see a change once you have done that, then reflect on what are the solutions? Like what are the solutions you think that are feasible to make a change, be it from your part or from external parts, such as the family members and friends and any other type of support network you would need, or what would you need to invest on? So ask yourself this question, what do I need to make it work? and then write down all the options that you have. And once you have written all the options that you have, then you look at your support system, your current support system, and who can help you. So ask yourself, who can help me make a change with this? Now, you might see that you might need an outside support. For example, I had a client who is solo parenting. Her partner lives abroad in another country and commutes every couple of months back home. And obviously, she could not ask her partner to help her with the cleaning. And although she was making her kids involved in helping out in the house... The cleaning part was taking so much energy and time from outside her business and distracting her from focusing on her goals that she realized it is time now to invest in a cleaning lady. I need to have a cleaning lady at least once a week. So the next question here is on top of who in the household can help you or in your friends or family network, ask yourself as well if you don't find anybody who can help you who can you invest or what can you invest in so that you can make more time and space for your business? 
So only once you have done this reflection on your own, figuring out what needs to change, how can you change it, what you need to make it work in terms of support around you or external support and in terms of investment, once you have done all this inventory, then decide what is going to be the strategy that you need to implement that you're going to go with. And only then you go to your partner, to your family, to your friends and ask for the help you need. So often, and that's something that I've been discussing when I was interviewed by a radio station in South Korea about women empowerment. I have the episode in the show notes of this episode. If you want to listen to it, go to tandemnomads.com slash 217. And there I'm going to not only list this episode, but as well as many resources I have for you on this topic. But I remember having this conversation and it was a man who was interviewing me. And we were talking about this concept that often we kind of want people to guess what we need and this is not how it works we need to be very clear be it with a friend or a family member or our partner we need to be very very clear about what we need and make the ask very clearly and that's where I love this method that's called the non-violent communication method to make an ask. So I will link it as well in the show notes of this episode. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 217 and I will link it there. So it can in fact be sometimes very difficult to request from family members or friends to make a big change in the way things have always been working. So how do you own your space? How do you scratch that couch while making sure that the other people are okay with that? Like the family, my friends that were okay with their couch being scratched. So how do you make that work? Yeah, you need to understand how to communicate it and uh, communicate it in a way that they see how This is as well important to them to support you. So make sure to check that out. I'm just going to summarize real quick the process of the nonviolent communication process. Uh, But I would like you to go and read it. There's a whole book about it as well that will uh, link to. So how it works. Let's say you need need to um, have your partner start picking up the kids from school. So here what you need is to first start with observation. You uh, you share what you're observing. For example, I am observing that I'm struggling to make my deadlines. And then the second part is to express your feelings. For example, and this makes me feel very stressed and very anxious because I'm not able to reach my revenue goals because I have a lack of time to be able to make it a priority. And then comes the third part, which is what you need. And that is when you explain exactly what you need in a very, very specific way. I would really need to have two more hours per day where I can focus on my work. And then the fourth part comes the request. It would be so helpful if you could help me and go pick up the kids at least three times a week. You see, this is just an example. I just did it very roughly, but I'd rather you go check this book and this process in the link of this episode. It is all about how we communicate our needs and how we make it very clear. 
and also give instructions of how we need that help to be provided all right so this is really really important be it your partner your friends or your family we sometimes really think that people can guess what we need when in actual reality they just want to have a roadmap of how to do it instead of just making them feel bad about not being supportive right so check this method i really think that it really helps a lot I want to share with you as well another method that I've learned from a friend and great entrepreneur in the sphere of expatriation as well. Her name is Alex Carnot and she is a French expat, the founder of Expat Communication. Uh, Actually, she's the director manager. She's not the founder, but she took it over and really ran with it and did it create this huge French platform for expats worldwide. She also wrote a book called Chérie, on va s'expatrier. Alex Carnot, once we were talking and I loved when she shared with me her method of making it a routine with her partner to create the space to talk about these things, to make these observations and these asks. In fact, we can get so caught up in the day-to-day life that it might be sometimes very difficult to have the time and the space and the right conditions to have a difficult conversation sometimes and request a big change in the family routines or an important investment or, or to actually express our disappointment about something. So, it is important to create that space in a relationship. So Alex Carnot came up with this routine with her husband to have once a week a date night. And each week, the date night will have a specific moment where they follow this rule. The first one being to share what they are sorry about. So each of them in turns will say, I'm sorry about this. That happened the past week, the past month or something like that. And then once they have shared what they're sorry, what they want to ask an apology for, the second is what they're thankful for. So they will thank the partner for something specific and really show gratefulness. This is the moment to really show your appreciation for your partner, your love for your partner and why you are really grateful to them for supporting you or being in your life or saying something to you. Take this moment to really show true gratitude. We don't have enough of those times. There's no, no such thing as too much gratitude for the love that we have from our loved ones and our partners. So once you have done that, then comes the I need. So you come and you ask for help. I need. All right. So the first part is I'm sorry. The second is thank you. And the third is I need. And that's when you express what you need from your partner. Try out that method. And also that it's not only the method of these three parts, but as well as having a routine where every week you have a space to talk about these things so that even if you don't have much to say when you say you're sorry, you thank you or you need, at least you have it as a routine, even if you don't talk about something of a big deal. And maybe one day that routine will be so helpful because it will avoid from having those tensions build up, but also having you feeling hurt heard for what you need to own your own space. I really, really love this method that I've learned from Alex Garneau. And actually, I will link her interview on Tandem Nomads podcast in the show notes 
of this episode, tandemnomads.com slash 217, and you will find all the resources that I mentioned here. Speaking of which, I also have a whole episode where I share with you my five steps to making yourself a priority. So here it's really focused on if you really struggle to make the time to really focus on your business. And here it has a lot to do with what to discuss today, but as well as time management. Time management is a big, big issue for so many people, if not the majority of solo entrepreneur and everybody on this earth, by the way, too. Uh, however, as a solo entrepreneur, we need to be so, so cautious and conscious and intentional with the way we manage our time. So that's also another whole story that I really recommend you to check out in the show notes of the episode. I will link to my episodes on those topics. All right, Nomad Nation. So I wanted to share with you this important shift. And what I want to ask you is to put yourself in the mindset of that cat. Be a cat and mark your territory. Get the mindset shift you need to make yourself a priority so that other people can then take you seriously. It is so, so important if you want to succeed in business. And even if you're already in business and having great results, you might feel so overwhelmed at this point that you might be very close from giving up. And one of the reasons might be that you are not creating the right environment and support system for you. So I hope that this episode has helped you make the right decisions, whether it's buying your own computer, creating your own space in the home, or simply asking for the right support that you need. And again, you have plenty of resources to help you here in the show notes of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to meet you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.